welcome back to Living Electric. Uh, we're coming up on the, I guess, the Thursday after Drive Electric Earth Day in Ohio, or Drive yep. Electric Earth Week, I guess. It's kind of convoluted because there's yeah. no like specific Drive Electric Earth Day. A lot of different events kind of happen on the same week, but uh, we had an event in Columbus back on Saturday, and you had an event up in Cleveland on Saturday as well, so we are going to yes. kind of recap yep. that real quick, so... Yeah, <laughs> what happened up in Cleveland? <laughs> what so, <I> well, <laughs> it's actually funny because I actually didn't attend our main Earth Day event okay. um, because we had our Model Three go through like uh, PPF, so like the entire front is now paint protected. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And um, there was some type of headache with the uh, with the uh, detailer. We we're using everything worked out. You know, I don't want to like throw shade on any any businesses. <laughs> Very, it, they did a great job. So like it all worked that's out, good. but because of the delay and the uh, the um, process of it, we missed our main event, which was at the Cleveland Zoo. And uh, oh, they were having like a gotcha. marathon through the zoo and we had like a whole setup for EVs. Um, That's cool. Yeah, so it would have been cool to attend, but we did get to go to an Earth Day event in Hudson, Ohio. And uh, they had a, uh, a Rivian R1S, a launch edition, uh, which was really R1S? cool to see. Uh, R1T, sorry, okay. R1T. I, I have say, like, yeah. <laughs> I, I have wish. Not seen, I have not seen the R1S outside of like a Rivian showroom, I feel like. So yeah, it would have been yeah. shocking if it showed up in Hudson, Ohio. <laughs> right. I mean, there is a lot of money there, let's be honest. That's, but that's true. Yeah. but um, yeah, no, there was a launch edition R1T that was black on the 22-inch rims, which was like super cool to see. Yeah. Um, a bunch of like different like uh, green organizations from like Akron, Ohio, and um, just, I think there was 25 EVs there, a bunch of Mach-E's, Model 3's, Bolts, all that stuff. So nice. it was uh, pretty cool. And then um, we drove around taking photos of charging stations. And uh, that was pretty much the way we celebrated Earth Day. So <laughs> Was that yeah. your first time sitting in the Rivian? Because we didn't get to when we were out in California, right? Yeah. How did yeah. like the interior and stuff feel? Were you oh really impressed by it? I was really impressed by it. Like <laughs> it really, I mean, just like the fit and finish and like the materials that Rivian is putting into that vehicle. It's like, it, I don't know. It, it's like a luxury truck. Like I know how capable it is, right. but it feels like almost like a Range Rover level luxury. Gotcha. Um, the only thing that surprised me the most was the steering wheel is super thin. Like really, really thin. Interesting. Yeah. Like I could literally wrap my whole hand around it like <laughs> huh yeah like thin it did it feel thinner than like your model three or your yes. bolt or anything like that yeah interesting yeah. Huh. much thinner than the bolt which was weird i was kind of like shocked like from the photos it looks like a thick like i'm almost like a tesla steering wheel huh. but yeah yeah that was the only thing that shocked me but um we will be recording that r1t um we just have to uh figure out what we're doing with the owner and getting a chance to go and record that so right yeah. that should be really cool definitely <laughs> Yeah. Is the uh how how new was it? You said it was launch edition, right? So it's gotta yeah. be one of the one of the first. Yeah. I I think he only had it for maybe six or eight weeks. Like it wasn't oh, wow. very long. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean he loves it. It's it, I mean, it's just it's beautiful. Just the black on black on black. Like yeah. it's, I told him I'm like, <laughs> it's the perfect configuration. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It was great. But so in Columbus, you guys had a massive birthday event. Yes. Yeah. Down at Genoa Park, if you're familiar with Columbus, uh, right behind COSI, which is like the science uh, museum, um, right in the middle of downtown, right off the river. It was beautiful day, too. We couldn't have asked for better, better weather. I've got an awesome uh, 
farmer's tan going on now because I wore a t-shirt all day. So um, it starts. I, I, it begins in t- April, right? Yeah, I'm like, there's no way to avoid it either. Like, even if I put sunscreen, I feel like I still would have gotten some tan lines. But um, I was telling people it could have gone either way. It could have rained like the entire day and been cold, or it would have been like an 80 degree day, like it was. So I'm I'm glad it was warmer though. Yeah. Um, but had because of that, we had a great turnout. We had obviously a lot of people that were planning to come to the event, but also being downtown, it's a Saturday. People are just out doing any doing things, and they they are walking around and like walk into the Earth Day event, which is awesome. So we got a lot of kind of random people walking through, which I feel like is great for for EV events like this or Earth Day events because it kind of kind of tries to loop people into our world a little bit, yeah, <laughs> and help. Uh, educate people we generally wouldn't reach so um that that kind of whole sentiment came up the whole day where it was like usually those events like we kind of get everybody's kind of speaking the same language everybody's on the same page so it's kind of like preaching to the choir in a little bit where you don't always reach out to the like non-ev fans or the the ev skeptics or stuff like that where i feel like a lot of the work really needs done but um but overall it was a lot of fun um the coda which is the like central ohio Ohio transit authority um that runs like the buses and the public transit in columbus had their brand new electric bus there um so that was really cool um that's awesome it was funny though because we all lined up our cars on one side of the street and then uh one of the organizers of the event came over and said hey we've got a coda bus coming like can y'all move your cars and we're like what do you mean there's a big spot on the other side of the road like we left it open for the bus yeah. <laughs> and they're like well the door is actually on this side so we've got to be like parked a certain way so people can actually walk onto the bus <laughs> oh we're like, interesting Shoot. so we had to like within five to ten minutes we had to flip every single car like to the other side of the street and line up <laughs> up so like oh we could display them um so that was really the only hiccup getting set up but but other than that it was it was really good the yeah, the coda awesome. bus was awesome it was uh on the entire day so like if i was getting warm i walked on there for a few minutes to like cool off because it's fully air conditioned and it's not burning anything like it can just stay running so but other than that i mean it looks like a regular bus like they yeah. got it fully outfitted like a regular bus it's got the normal seats like you really wouldn't be able to tell unless somebody told you which was which was pretty cool yeah i i saw i saw i believe it was that bus or at least like one of those buses um in october at the okay. uh, cleanfields ohio event that i went to oh yeah and um it, it was just it was so cool like being in a mod like a modern bus like touchscreens and usb ports and just like right. led lighting in it it just felt cleaner than like what yeah. you find from like a typical like uh compressed gas I'm sure bus. they sure they cleaned it up too for the event, yeah so so that helps <laughs> so question for you you mentioned that like the ac was running or the bus was running all day could you hear the fans or was it relatively quiet it was relatively quiet obviously there's a lot of activity being at an event but like if you would have like a lot of people were surprised to hear it was running like there was kind of an attendant there and every time somebody walked on He'd be like, "Yeah, this is Coda's new electric bus. It's running right now. Like you don't, you wouldn't really be able to tell. It almost sounds like it's in like accessory mode on a regular car, yeah. which is yeah. like, I guess, what it is in an EV, right? It's kind of <laughs> always an accessory mode. So <laughs> it's funny when you say it that way. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, there's no like no fans really running. Like it sounded very quiet. Like I, I honestly didn't even notice. So that was that was good. Oh, that's awesome. Well, now, were there any uh, EVs that like kind of surprised you that were there? 
Not really. It was all ones I had seen before. Nothing like brand new. Um, somebody brought their Model X, so obviously that attracts a lot of people. As soon as you put the wings up, it was yep. hilarious because every time I walked back and forth, there were about ten people around the car checking it out, asking the owner questions. Like, which is great because like we need more people to come come check out these vehicles. Oh yeah, um, yeah. But we had we had Kia Nero, we had an i3 show up, we had a ID4, uh, a Bolt battery replaced bolts actually um oh nice so nice. i talked talk to the owner about that she uh she had it battery replaced and got it like super cheap too so like it was a it was a good deal for her oh that's awesome um she told me an interesting story actually about she had a smart 4-2 she sold electric uh she sold before she bought the bolt and she uh she sold, not sold the 4-2. It was totaled, I think. So the 4-2 got totaled. She got money from insurance, I think, to like obviously cover like the totaled car. I'm, I'm, I don't think she was at fault. I didn't completely get the whole story. But apparently she bought back her totaled 4-2 for like $300 or something like that. Some like, some, uh, like junk guard was selling it. Huh. And inside of it, obviously, it's got a lot of expensive electronics. So, like, she's basically in the process of tearing it apart and, like, salvaging the battery to use use for, like, home storage. Salvaging, like, all the electronics to sell on eBay because, like, they're still worth, like, hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. <laughs> so, like, she basically made out, like, <laughs> buying this totaled 4-2. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, if you can do that, that's actually a great idea for, like, home battery you know like electric storage right, right yeah go find like a total leaf or something where the battery pack <laughs> is still intact and yeah. just yeah you know because generally i mean to the house right because generally the batteries i mean the batteries are built to last they're gonna last 10 plus years they might not have the same capacity but like that doesn't matter if you're hooking it up to your house <laughs> like yeah <laughs> it's not like yeah. you need to need it to drive anywhere so yeah yeah that's that is the nice thing about evs is i think their life outlasts their drivability if that makes sense like they're oh for sure their parts and the batteries can be, go be used in other things yeah yeah and that could be a whole episode honestly talking about like what we could like make a battery pack into after it serves its purpose you know purpose as a um you know heart of an ev i'll add it to our list here yeah <laughs> <laughs> We're, oh, getting more stream, like a... we're getting more streamlined on the Living Electric podcast. Now we've yes. got a whole, whole list yeah. that we have brainstormed. We're adding ideas to it. Yeah. So <laughs> right. it's going well. well. I've listened to a lot of podcasts where they do like the how to pronounce names directly on the podcast, and it's hilarious. <laughs> like when they're talking about cities and, yeah, they go through that. So. That's funny. <laughs> but, wow, that sounds like a, a great event. I was that was one thing I'm I'm kind of um upset that like I didn't get to go to the Cleveland Zoo because like at the Hudson event it was at their city hall so like it was organized mm-hmm. and like the people who obviously knew about the event went so like right. there was like a soccer game and like some some parents came over to check out right. the cars um but at the uh the zoo they were having a marathon so it's like who know like who signed up for that right and yeah. who could stop over chat about EVs and yeah so I'm not exactly sure how that event went, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm going to have to check in with that part of the group. I think yeah. that's that's uber important and something I think we're definitely trying to do, like in the Drive Electric Columbus group, is kind of piggyback on these other events and like go reach people we normally wouldn't reach. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. it's um, smart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But 
overall, I think the the sentiment was really positive with everybody I I talked to. Most people were open to EVs. Like they're like, oh yeah, we're looking at buying one like as our next car. And like kind of the the joke all day was like, if you can buy one right now because it's so hard to get your hands on a car. So I know that's I know. that's really gotta kind of kind of put a damper on uh on everything because people want these cars it's just getting them and getting them for like msrp because everybody's marking them up too so yeah that's the issue and um we you know actually another way that we spent earth day well technically earth week was car (laughs) shopping for a second ev um i don't want to announce on the podcast yet what we ended up ordering (laughs) but we did go we tried to purchase a used um e-golf a volkswagen e-golf and uh, it had sold the day before, and the uh, salesperson was telling us that it had been sitting there for a month and a half. And then, literally in 24 hours, 15 people called about the car because wow. every they want to go electric. You know, they don't want to spend the money on gas. And Dang. Yeah, it sold super quickly. So wow. Yeah, yeah. So even used EVs are, you know, it's a hot market right now. Right. I'd be curious yeah. to see some stats on like EV sales after like drive electric earth week or drive yeah. electric uh earth day or like any of those uh any of those events like if there is a significant bump or not after after events like that we need data <laughs> we need to find the data <laughs> right we need to find that <laughs> trying to think what else ha- what ha- uh happened at the event nothing else too too interesting um had some great food trucks there got some good uh got a good uh forget the name of it i think it's uh tortilla food truck or something like that but they have like so mexican food is so good like oh yeah i could yeah, probably I survive the... on mexican food alone <laughs> <laughs> same here i i was gonna say i saw the photos as part of like the event page yeah uh, and i'm like oh my god that looks so good <laughs> yeah yeah yep yeah actually speaking about food trucks there is a food truck that uh they they park by our um house well not directly by our house it's like kind of down the right street outside. at this park <laughs> right outside right outside um we found out that they have a converted bus that's fully electric um really? didn't, didn't know it we've been there five times now and um we we went on their website and there's like a whole like biography about like the truck and like what they did to or the bus and what they did to it so the whole bus is electric Mm -hmm. yeah it's a coffee shop called the odd dog coffee and uh they yeah they have all drinks based off of like dogs so they have like zoomies which have extra caffeine and like (laughs) yeah yeah three shots of espresso right (laughs) so i'm gonna talk with them about putting together an event because it would make sense like if they have an electric bus absolutely yeah let's get all the evs together at this park and that'd be awesome support a small business so <laughs> i forgot to mention uh at the earth day event i had saw met a uh met a listener in person yes yeah I that's think right i texted you about it but he's like yeah. he came up to me and he's like are you alex i'm like i am yes he's like i i listen to live living electric i'm like oh that's awesome he's like is brandon here oh. <laughs> <I'm> like no <laughs> i wish he's, yeah he's he's up in cleveland so he's got his own yeah. event today but that's but i thought awesome. that was really cool so so definitely uh if we're out at a public event and we're not like actively do so- doing something else, definitely, definitely yeah. come say hi. <laughs> I actually think it would be fun if we did like a live podcast at like one of those events. We like, should just show up somewhere random and just start yeah. just right. speakers. We're like just in start a random, talking. <laughs> we're just like in a random Panera. Like <laughs> somebody's having sure like a PTA that. meeting and we'll just do a live podcast right there. Right. But yeah, no, I think that'd be fun if we could like do something like that eventually. I know we talked about last uh, when we went to the land uh, 
land headquarters i think we talked about doing some kind of like ev meetup or something like that in the spring or summer which i think would yeah. be really cool and kind of try to organize all the groups to come and do a larger event um and organize yeah. that i think that'd be cool yeah definitely i think that'd be awesome <laughs> well I, i'm not sure if the listener wants to mention their name but thank you for supporting us <laughs> yes definitely i don't think i caught his name but but yeah he was a really nice guy so oh, that's awesome thanks for the support <laughs> yeah thank you well it's been a big week for uh, electric trucks. Yes. Yes. So I wanted to jump into that, not to you know transition too quickly <laughs> into this. Very good. But lightning has struck, and I know that's probably copyrighted by Ford, but I'm just going to say it on this podcast. We <laughs> have to bleep that out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah I've, we have connections at Ford. It's fine. It's fine. But um, yeah, this week the F-150 Lightning is now officially in production and uh, yes. delivery should probably start any day now i think yes yeah i think it's officially in production um and they're starting to starting to roll out of the factory i think it's going to be kind of slow go at first i'm pretty sure they're sold out the rest of the year already so yep. <laughs> like that's going to be hard um i just emailed our four dealer today actually to ask if he had any other information on it and see if we could get one soon because mallory's car is like slowly deteriorating so. oh no, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> gonna need a replacement here soon <laughs> oh did they give you any timeline of when that i haven't be? heard back yet i just i just sent the email this morning so oh gotcha give him some time but yeah 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 very excited for ford i think we kind of talked about it in some other podcasts but like the fact that the the number one selling pickup in the in america is going electric like really says a lot about the the ev future so oh yeah yeah it's a i mean it's a huge deal i mean like even Definitely. like after we watched the unveiling event last year and did you know did that live stream like it, this is a clear sign that the industry is going that way. Right. And even at the event, uh, Jim Farley mentioned that they are doing another electric pickup truck. That's not an F-150. So, um, really? yeah. So, I mean, it's a clear focus for them. You know, there's a lot of interest for these vehicles. So what do you think they're going to go to next? I feel like it's got to be a smaller one, like a Ranger or like, yeah. I could see an electrified like Maverick too. Cause I know yeah. they just came out with that. Yeah, I think, I, I mean, like, it probably makes sense since the Maverick is already a hybrid. Like, you can right. get it as a hybrid. Um, but I actually think the Ranger is going to be electric. Like, that's kind of mm. what my gut's telling me. Yeah. But, I mean, small pickup trucks are so popular. Like, we're seeing the Maverick all over Cleveland. They're yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. One interesting thing came out about the, uh, not came out about it, I guess. Like, some discussion came up around... EV trucks, EV SUVs, and I, I tweeted about the the Ford F-150 Lightning and, and got some backlash in the replies, not directed at me, obviously, <laughs> but <laughs> just some, some discussion in the replies. Yeah, I'm such a controversial figure. <laughs> um, got some responses to that tweet saying like, oh, this the F-150 and all these like big battery trucks and suvs are gonna become the new gas guzzlers where they're like people are buying them because they can and they're they've got big batteries and they want bigger bigger faster sounded like kanye west um (laughs) 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 bigger bigger batteries faster trucks they want like all everything wants we want everything to be bigger and kind of the discussion was is it a waste of our resources to be building these these big electric vehicles if like it's just going to be one person driving them like every other car <laughs> so yeah yeah 
I, I mean, it, it after seeing that like conversation, like the back and forth and everything, like I I could definitely see where that could be, you know, similar in terms of being like the gas guzzlers of like the EV world. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of resource, you know, to put into these massive yeah. battery packs, specifically like for example, like the Hummer EV. Like right. that's <laughs> not a small battery pack at no. all. <laughs> um and I mean the just the sheer amount of electricity that's gonna have to go into that battery, then you know, be discharged, then recharged, then discharged. I'm I'm just, I don't know. Like, I like bigger SUVs, but right. yeah, yeah, from an efficiency standpoint, it's just, I don't know. It's hard because I, I bet if you did the math, like a really efficient hybrid vehicle, like hybrid gas vehicle is probably going to be better for the planet than than a big Hummer EV, <laughs> yeah. depending on how long the Hummer lasts. Like, I'd be curious to see kind of the, the where those paths cross there, but um besides that i feel like the more ev options out there i feel like it is better for the market and i think these mm-hmm. these gigantic vans and suvs obviously like there's going to be a market for that people are going to buy them but i don't think that's going to be the majority like i know i know a lot of people are buying like these big suvs and stuff but i don't know i feel like <laughs> i feel like the more options the better because people do buy yeah. cars based on like what they want and if the market is offering an ev version of that like i'm going to support that so yeah yeah and and another way that you could look at it is that um you know i i feel the same way like the the more options the better people are obviously going to buy it but like the thing is when you're recharging your vehicle it's not like a finite source of you know fuel like how gasoline is like essentially like if you can create your own power from your house using solar wind or whatever you know you can keep creating that that charge for your battery pack right um but i mean in another way that you could look at it too and this is me personally i like to have fun when i'm driving so like i don't necessarily like think of the efficiency i've like (laughs) when i had a gas car yeah that was a different story i always like stroke like hyper mild all my cars but now that I have an EV, I tend to be a little bit more wasteful with the electricity because I just can. I don't know. Like, I just feel like I can just be wasteful, come back and plug it in. But I right. feel like that's more of a mindset than anything. I definitely feel the same way, actually, especially yeah. if I'm like, since I have home charging now, too, that helps a lot. Where if like, yeah. if I'm going to the store or whatever, like, I'm going to punch it a few times, like on my way there because <laughs> I can like, um, like I, I definitely feel the same way. It's different, definitely on road trips though, where I know like I need to not go fast the whole time and, and yeah. <laughs> keep it keep it efficient. But right, but I agree with you. Yeah, it's if you've got the ability to have fun, then then go for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I don't know. And another thing that you could think about too is just the sheer weight of those vehicles and like what they're doing to the streets. Yeah. Like, I mean, the Hummer, I believe, almost weighs close to 10,000 pounds if, <laughs> yeah. if I'm right I'm pretty yeah, sure it does it's that's a that's a lot of weight to have right. a car just sitting in a driveway a parking space or just simply going down the road like yeah that's a lot of weight I can't Definitely. imagine what that's gonna do to to the road <laughs> yeah that's that's a good point too I think the biggest thing that like bugs me sometimes is when people do buy cars that they don't necessarily like need the full capability of like if you are buying an suv literally to drive back and forth to work like that's probably a little bit overkill and like you don't have kids like (laughs) and you don't need to like (laughs) shuttle people around often like that's that sometimes i think is not great but but also like 
if you want to do that, you can. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not right. going to judge you for it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I would be that person. I mean, the R. I like I like I said earlier, like that slip. The R1S is like, right. yeah, like a seven seater. I mean, I would literally probably just have Tyler and I, mostly me with groceries. Like, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I I just feel like here in America, and I'm not just gonna like you know be polarizing with this comment. <laughs> I just feel like a lot of us just don't think of that. You know, like it's just it's definitely it's kind a of, different mindset here. And I've found yeah. that like the more I've like kind of studied up on like european culture and like the way that they do evs over in europe like it's just way different than the u.s and like Mm -hmm. everything is much less car centric in the in in europe like and i think the size factor is a big piece of it too where it's like most of their countries are the size of like our states like yeah like if i lived in a major city and my whole family lived there and I didn't need a car. Like I probably wouldn't have a car, but like I do need a car for things I need to do. Like I've got people that live across the country. Like I want to be able to go see them in my car if I need to. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just a different kind of, kind of culture here. Yeah, it really is. And I felt I've fallen victim to it. You know, we went with one (laughs) car for one month and now we're like, we can't do that. Let's get a second (laughs) car. So, (laughs) right. And, And overall, I think like, uh, this, kind of got brought up at the Earth Day event because th- there was some kind of like uh, backlash at the EVs being there at all because like a lot of people rode their bikes there and it was mm. like free bark- bike parking uh, like on one end of the street for-, for people attending the event, which is great. Like if you can bike, that's significantly better than driving a car. Yes. Like <laughs> yeah. significantly better. Yeah. Um, and I and I wish that things were, were easier to bike to like where I live and like if yeah. I was able to get by with a bike, like I feel like I would. And that's, that's one thing I might try for a video is like only biking for a month and just like see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> see if I could live with like without a car for a month. Yeah, that would be awesome. I, I mean, yeah, the thing is, you know, EVs, like they are a solution to, you know, like the, the climate crisis and helping reduce pollution. But the thing is, is that they're not a perfect solution. Yeah. So like, yeah. you know, if you can ride a bike, if you can walk, like then good, you know, that, that's great. But the thing is, is that like, there's no perfect solution right. at all. Like, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's the unfortunate thing. I think the immediate backlash comes with EVs when we're, uh, and I don't think many people in the EV industry, like claim it's a perfect solution either, but like kind of EV skeptics will be like, Oh, well, like you're still burning coal to charge your EV. And it's like, well, it's like, we're still at reducing emissions either way. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not, yes. uh, yeah. we're not burning gas and like having fuel transported to our town to then fuel our cars, which we burn like, and we've got to repeat that cycle. Like there's, there's more to it than that, I think. So just kind of that surface level, it's easy to dismiss it as like, oh, it's, it's, it's not helping, but it is. I mean, <laughs> yes, it's yeah. reduction, it's reduction and kind of like limiting our impact is, is the important yeah. thing. Yeah, exactly. I, I was actually listening to a podcast recently and it, the, the thing was, is that it's not going to, we're not going to have this like perfect future in the sense that like everything is going to be fixed. It's just, we're going to have an improved future, but the problems right. will still exist. So yeah, yeah. If we could eliminate all problems. That'd be awesome. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But that's the thing life, with, <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. I know. 
But, you know, that's the thing with EVs is that, like, yeah, they, they are a much better solution than burning gasoline, but they're not Definitely. perfect. And Definitely. that's realistic and that's okay. Yeah. But, you know, when it comes to, EV, when it comes to like, the Hummer EV, if, if the person who is going to get a Hummer EV is driving, like, a, you know, like... A regular uh, I Hummer. Think it's called a, yeah, that or, like, a Yukon <laughs> XL or whatever those, yeah. like, massive SUVs, it's better because they're not pumping, you know, CO2 into the air. So, right. yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It, it's a, it, that's a that's a really tough conversation because I can see it from either way, like the environmental oh, yeah. way. Yeah. Like it, it could be a massive waste of resources, um, but then you're not producing you you know emissions when you're driving it. But yeah, yeah. and we're very much like a, a market economy in the U.S. Like if if people if there's clearly a market for the Hummer and people are going to buy the Hummer, so like yes. pe- businesses are going to make it. Um, GC1 just sold at auction for like I think close to three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I did see that. It's like holy yeah. cow! Like, yeah, right? <laughs> it's a cool vehicle. I don't know if I want to spend that much on it though. <laughs> right. so. I just want to crab walk through the Costco parking lot. Like that's all I want to do. Like, if anybody's that's listening, the ultimate, to... ultimate suburban flex right there. Yes, crab walking yes. through the Costco parking lot. Yes. If anybody in Ohio has a Hummer EV that wants to let me borrow it to crab walk through the Costco parking lot, that would be a dream come true. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Please oh email gosh. us. Jeez. That's so funny. But yeah, I yeah, I mean I just I feel like as we start seeing like the the bigger trucks and like kind of like the one to one replacements of like the specific category of vehicles, I think that topic is just gonna be brought up more and more because yeah. at least here in the United States, like you hit a you know, on the head, like we have a lot more space for these bigger vehicles that Europe, you know, necessarily doesn't in certain right, you know countries. Yeah. So like cars like the Smart for Two or like the Fiat five hundred electric they they don't really they're not successful here because we're so used to the big cars yeah so and man i really wish i could tell everybody what car we just purchased but (laughs) we're waiting for it to be delivered but it's small (laughs) yeah (laughs) i don't know did you get like a rivian or something no no i wish you have to tell me after we stop recording Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> we'll 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 end the podcast with you announcing your new vehicle and just cut it off right before right before you right. reveal it. And then we'll start the next podcast with you uh with you saying just the name of the vehicle. <laughs> yeah, right. Perfect. Perfect transition. All right. Any trying- other E V news? I'm trying to look at our list here, see if we got anything else. Yeah. Oh, this was interesting. The uh I don't know if you saw the the article about the Spark E V. Chevy oh. Spark EV. So, um, I, yeah, let's talk about that because, okay. uh, yeah, go for it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, uh, well, I guess I'd rather hear what you have to say because like I heard something last night and I'm not sure if that's the article you're talking about. Okay. I just yeah. attached the article and kind of our brainstorm list, but I'm just kind of skimming it right now. But basically, um, the Spark EV that. is no longer being supported by GM. They're essentially saying if the if the battery fails, you've got no options to repair the car. They're not going to touch it. It's basically like they they're not going to supply batteries for it anymore. So they have a few batteries left over, but that supply is like completely run out now. So they have no extra batteries for the Spark EV. So like if your battery dies, you're kind of screwed. Um and I'm not sure what happens to them at the end here. That's what I'm looking at. Okay, so if the if the 
battery fails under warranty. They they might get their money back for the car, but they won't have the car, obviously. And then if it's not under warranty, then their car is like just not drivable. Then or it's kind of inoperable at that point. So, yeah. My question is like, has the Spark EVs like eight year battery warranty run out? It looks like they started making it in like 2014. So. I, I so that article that you shared is uh, from April twenty first last right. night. GM actually uh, clarified what is happening with the Spark EV batteries. Oh, okay. All right. So, so everything um, disregard everything I just said. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it, I mean, it was a good preface for this because okay, it actually brings up a really good question. Um, you know, which I'll get to in a second. But GM clarified that the reason that it, that whole announcement was kind of um, like um, misunderstood because. Uh, GM is actually running out of uh, resources to produce the battery packs to support the Sparks. Oh, so so gotcha. it's not that okay. they're it's not that they're done supporting the Sparks. It's just that they can't produce the battery packs at the moment to support them. Mm. So they're going gotcha. to continue to support them, um, but they have to make the battery. It's a pack. resource issue. Yeah. Which I will definitely find that article, and you know we can uh, put that in the show notes. Um, right. But I was actually. Okay really surprised when I first read that because somebody in the drive electric Northeast Ohio group has a spark EV that he adores. And he was really worried that he would have to get rid of it because it's no longer supported at the time. At least he thought, um, and he actually brought up a good question. What happens to the vehicles that you buy that the technology changes so quickly that those older battery packs are now outdated and no longer supported? Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's kind of the age old tech problem, right? It's like buying an iPhone and then the iPhone 20 comes out and you're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I just bought my iPhone 19 and it's already out of date. Yeah. And it's kind of the same thing. Like it, it really depends on kind of how big that leap is, but I think we're going to see it even more with EVs because it's literally a fuel, it's not only a fuel change, but it's just overall a technology change. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, even looking at the like original model s's from 2012 to like the model threes and model s's rolling off the lot now like they look like different cars like oh totally like clearly like kind of same shell but they like completely different cars now they've got like they're driving around like basically full autopilot some ways like some places (laughs) like it's insane how far they've come so yeah um i'm hoping that it doesn't turn into the software problem where it's like we guarantee that we're going to support your car for at least 10 years because that's like a big piece of it with how much software is in cars now. But I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting. <laughs> that's all I can really yeah. say. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it would be like realistic if like manufacturers stated that like supporting software for 10 years because right. like the average consumer keeps their vehicle for around 10 years. I think so, it's closer to 15 Oh, is it 15 now? Well, I think never, so, yeah. I've never even lasted to five. So uh, good for them. <laughs> Kudos that's, to them. That's average, so. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, I guess I'm not average then. Um, but <laughs> You're above average. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, I just, I'm so excited about the new cars. But, I mean, it would make sense. Like, if, if the average consumer, well, I'm just going to say below average, is keeping their vehicle <laughs> until 10, 10 years, you know, then it would make sense. But then the thing is, is that what happens to the vehicle's that are out of that range that like say for example like a second owner goes and buys that yeah. vehicle how does that work like right 
Yeah. I mean, that- it's kind of, it's so different too. Cause it's like, I, I try to equate it to gas. Cause that's really only our like other car like option right now. But it's like, if you buy a car that's out of warranty and the transmission is shot and you know that it doesn't run, like you're kind of taking a risk by buying that car, right? Thinking yeah. that you can fix it up. And if you can't, like you're kind of, you're stuck with a, a brick basically. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's a similar thing. One thing I was going to add is I believe there's like a federal requirement that the battery needs to be under warranty for eight years, right? I think that's the battery like warranty minimum. So if you buy a brand new EV today, like it's going to be under warranty for eight years. But then like what happens if you're like you buy a used EV that's 10 years old and then the battery is shot like right after you buy it because you bought it used and it's out of warranty. Like what's that? either battery reuse or replacement or refurbishment. Like what is that going to be like? Cause that's a big, big piece of the car, but also I think it could, uh, lead to like a, almost a second life for EVs too, because the motors are going to last essentially forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the battery really is probably going to be the first thing to die. Like long-term that's a big piece of the car. So if you'd like, it's, clear example with the chevy bolts right now it's like the batteries are completely like shot they're kind of replacing all of them right now but with the bolt owners that get a battery replacement they're getting like over 300 miles of range on some of these new battery packs like it's essentially like a brand new car right so yeah i don't know just kind of a different paradigm with with the evs yeah and you know it's it's actually funny we're talking about this because i feel like this could be an episode on its own but like (laughs) predicting the future of EV support because, you know, like with gas vehicles, they've been produced for so long that like there's, you know, third-party manufacturers that are specifically manufacturing those parts in bulk. Yeah. So, I mean, who knows what like today's market with like, you know, resources and like availability, but like if you need a transmission part or whatever, you know, most of the time the service center can just order that. But like if you need a battery (laughs) pack, all of them are being so... Um, you know, like the manufacturers are focusing on putting battery packs into new vehicles mm-hmm. that like, it's just going to be really interesting that like, if in 10 years, we're going to start seeing like these like um, stockpiles of battery parts, you know, like mm. cells and, you know, whatever, like even maybe just whole battery packs that are just ready to go. Right. To, yeah. I mean, you see that on eBay already. It's like you can you can buy like a Model Three battery pack on eBay from like a total Model Three. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's yeah. already happening right now. I mean, if you watch yeah. any like the Rich Rebuilds videos, that's essentially like what he does is kind of Frankenstein parts together to to yes. build a vehicle. So, yeah, yeah, I, it's gonna be interesting to see how like the future of support goes for EVs. Another thing I do want to talk about too. Um, and I'm not sure if there's a business out there that does this, but um, when we had uh, Brent CV from Accelerate on one of our previous episodes talking about like extended warranties for used EVs, most of that was covering like the hardware and firmware aspects of EVs. Mm. I wonder, I'm wondering if there's any warranties that or warranty companies that just focus on software, because obviously you would need the developers and you would need some way to produce that software, you know, for that vehicle yeah Um, but yeah that gets that gets messy real quick because there's like it's almost saying like is there a company out there that like will will promise that your windows xp machine is still going to run like it's kind of asking a similar question (laughs) so (laughs) true yeah um i'd almost be we should have a chat about that on the charging side because i definitely see that becoming an issue Mm -hmm. um because we've had some issues with some of our 
not our stations, but like older stations that we've taken onto our network um, that were produced almost 10 years ago and the companies have moved on to a different software platform and they're no longer supporting those old chargers. So similar wow. kind of problem, but on the charging side. So <laughs> it's <Yeah>. like <laughs> everything moving to software, it's, it's a blessing and a curse. Cause we've got, yep. we've got all this visibility to stuff, but then it's like, it's just more stuff to upkeep. Like that's, that's kind of the problem. So, yeah. Yeah. I definitely, yeah, we should definitely talk about that in a future episode. Yeah. All yeah. right. <laughs> Mark that one down. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, it it's definitely it's going to be interesting to see how things play out with older EVs and as they age and, you know, getting the support because like the the new car, well, new car that we just bought is a uh, 2017. So like it's mm. already 5 years old and, you know, of course we're looking at like third-party warranties and, you know, Carvana's offering a warranty for the for the battery, well, at least the drivetrain. It sells a factory warranty for the battery. Mm. Um, but yeah. We're kind of taking a risk with this one, but we'll see how that plays out. <laughs> Make good content. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yep, we're going to be the sole sole producer of that. <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to add? We had a good discussion here today. Yeah, a lot of different stuff. So yeah, I think yeah, it was definitely a good discussion. Um, I just want to add that if anybody listening has any topics that they would like to add or any um, questions or comments on. Um, you know, our conversations about the F-150 Lightning, uh, the uh, big, the bigger and quote unquote better uh, EVs like, you know, the Hummer, stuff like that. <laughs> let us know, you know, definitely let us know on social media. We'd love to get the conversation started. Definitely. Yeah. You want to announce your new car? Yeah, we, we bought a, 